Mike on. Eight minutes. Hey there, folks. Here now is the Tuesday morning, February 2nd, second meeting for Winter Combined Camp 2021. Mike off. Mike on. Enjoy the presentation. Mike off. Twenty-one winter camp for the blind. This morning it's ten o'clock, and it's time to have our our second uh, meeting of a new start. Uh, we really had a a good session yesterday. Mike did really good, and his wife Debbie is here today, and she'll be presenting the uh, topic. Before she starts, let's have a prayer, and then we'll turn the time over to Debbie. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for all that you've done for us. We thank you for the willingness for Debbie to come and help us to learn what we should do to be healthier in our lives. We ask that thou just send the Holy Spirit to bless her as she presents uh, the topic. For we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning. I understand that I'm the teacher. That's wonderful. Well, before um, I get started, I want to tell you a little bit about myself because I don't know if Mike mentioned me at all yesterday, but he and I have um, four grandchildren. We have two girls and two boys. And then when I leave here, I'm truly going to go be a teacher. My grandson. Twenty-one winter camp for the blind. This morning it's ten o'clock, and it's time to have our our second uh, meeting of a new start. Uh, we really had a a good session yesterday. Mike did really good, and his wife Debbie is here today, and she'll be presenting the uh, topic. Before she starts, let's have a prayer, and then we'll turn the time over to Debbie. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for all that you've done for us. We thank you for the willingness for Debbie to come and help us to learn what we should do to be healthier in our lives. We ask that thou just send the Holy Spirit to bless her as she presents uh, the topic. For we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning. I understand that I'm the teacher. That's wonderful. 
Well, before um, I get started, I want to tell you a little bit about myself because I don't know if Mike mentioned me at all yesterday, but he and I have um, four grandchildren. We have two girls and two boys. And then when I leave here, I'm truly going to go be a teacher. My grandsons are homeschooling. They are nine and seven. So I go and teach them in the mornings. My granddaughters are 18 months and six weeks. So we're enjoying them as well. But um, God has truly blessed our family. Um, we all love the Lord, and we're all looking forward to his second coming. But while we're here, we want to be as healthy as we can be. And as Mike shared his testimony yesterday, the Lord delivered him from drugs and alcohol many, many years ago. And if he would have been in that state back then, I probably would have never married him. But um, God changed him, and we met in church, and that was a real blessing because um, I had been praying for God, and I know my mom was praying for and my dad for somebody for me. I was 25 years old, and there were not a lot of young men in the church at the time. And I can remember the one day, and I, don't, I have to tell you this story because this is really amazing. Mike shared with you, I'm sure, that he found the Lord in Colorado. And he came back to Michigan. Well, when he got back, his parents lived in the area of Flint where there was a Seventh-day Adventist church just a mile from their home, and it was on Maple Road. So Sabbath morning, Mike got up, and he drove down Maple Road and couldn't find the church. He drove back and forth and back and forth, and he said, maybe they closed or something. I don't know. So he went back home. Well, the next Sabbath, he came to First Flint, which is over on Beecher Road, which is probably a good 20 minutes or so from his parents. And um, he walked in, and my friend David Fernandez went up and greeted him. And my mom and I were standing in the foyer, and she said, I wonder who that, or I said, I wonder who that is. And she said, maybe Jesus brought him for you. And we have been together ever since. So... <laughs> David was um, my big brother. He uh, planned camp meeting was starting the next week, so he planned on us all going to camp meeting together. And we rode motorcycles over there, and David would not let me ride on Mike's bike because he wanted to make sure that I was in good hands with him. So we've had a lot of um, fun times together, and God has just truly blessed uh, this morning, Mike talked about nutrition yesterday, and since he could not be here, I am supposed to talk to you about exercise. And David, you mentioned about exercise, and I love to exercise. Um, when Mike and I were dating, I would run five, six miles a day, except for Sabbath. Um, and it's funny, because he would run with me, and... After we got married, he was in college, I couldn't get him out of bed to run with me, so I'd run by myself, and I said, now wait a minute, you deceived me, you made me think that you were a runner, and all along you were just going along, but no, he, um, he believes in exercise as well, he was just overwhelmed with college studies, so my schedule now is I walk on a treadmill, um, we have a treadmill in our basement, and I go down, and it's a great time to listen to a sermon. I will put a sermon on, 
and put my headphones in or just let it kind of blare out a little bit, but I walk on my treadmill and I put at least four miles in a day and it takes me usually an hour to do that. Um, exercise, we were created for action and it's impossible to be truly well without it. The adage, use it or lose it, applies to every part of our body. Exercise provides greater vitality, extra energy, and longer, ex and longer life. Exercise is critically important to a total lifestyle approach to health. Here are some of the benefits of exercise. Exercise helps us to feel good. You know, you may not feel motivated to do it at first, and when I was running, I always found that the first mile was the hardest. After that, I felt like I could go forever. In fact, when I used to run out in the country, there was a farmhouse that had geese, and I always prayed when I went by it because they would come out and chase me, so I'd run faster past that house because I didn't want to get bitten by a goose. <laughs> but it helps us to feel good. It is so effective that it is a valuable tool for fighting depression and relieving anxiety and stress. If you exercise when you're feeling down, I guarantee you will be lifted up. I really have experienced that in my own life. Exercise increases our energy levels and makes us more efficient and productive in all that we do. Another thing is I exercise, I have my prayer in the morning, I get that done, and then I go down on my treadmill. I have a set time that I exercise every day because if I wait to put it later off, I won't do it. So if you can, just like your worship time, you have your exercise time all planned out. Um, exercise helps one to reach and maintain proper weight. It burns calories, it builds muscles, and increases the metabolism. That means you can eat a little bit more if you exercise, okay? I've got a story to tell you about that. Exercise stimulates the immune system. This decreases not only cold and flu infections, but also significantly reduces your cancer mortality rates. Exercise enhances circulation, which in turn improves memory and mental ability and promotes better sleep and faster healing. It decreases the pain and stiffness of osteoarthritis by delivering, delivering blood to your joints, and it can even relieve headaches. Exercise strengthens your bones helping them to retain calcium and other minerals, thus aiding in the prevention of osteoporosis. Exercise helps protect from heart disease by strengthening the heart, decreasing blood pressure and heart rate, follow, lowering your LDL, which is your bad cholesterol, while raising your HDL, which is your good cholesterol. Exercise aids in your digestion and promotes intestinal activity, reducing gas and constipation. Okay, I've given you all the little facts. I'm going to give you some life examples, okay? My mom and dad started an exercise program when they were in their 40s, and they would walk four miles a day. Um, they were very dedicated to that. My dad, unfortunately, passed away due to an accident when he was 69. 
but my mom continued their program that they had started together, and she lived till 92. She um, had no, no problems with health. She took no medicines. Amen. She was just a real little go-getter. I actually had to tell her one time in the winter, she was 90 years old, I said, Mom, if you do not wait for us to get there to help you shovel your snow on your driveway, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Because she would never wait. She would go out there at 90 years old and start shoveling snow before any of us got there. She lived in her home um, up till the time of her passing. And um, both my parents are resting in Jesus, of which I'm so thankful for. Um, I have a testimony to talk about exercise, and this is where it talked about that we could maybe increase our eating. Back in the day when I was running, um, I was living with my parents out in Clio, Michigan, and um, my sister came to visit, and she had two young girls, and she was not into exercise at all. So one morning, I bribed her. I said, if you get up and walk with me up to the town of Clio, I will buy you donuts. And now, doesn't that seem conflicting? So she agreed. So we got up very early, like 5 in the morning, 5.30, and we walked up to the town of Clyle, which was about four miles from where my parents lived, and we got a sack of donuts. We didn't eat them yet. We were taking them home to the kids as well. And we got onto my parents' road, and it's a country road. Okay, now it's about 6 a.m. in the morning. And um, we're just singing along. Okay, I like to make a joyful noise as well. And we were singing about um, walking with Jesus. And as we got near a farmhouse, this German shepherd came out, bearing teeth, charging us. I mean, he wasn't going to stop. My sister yelled out, Lord, help us. And seriously, at that moment, a police car came between my sister and I and that German shepherd. The police officer had his window down. He said, it looks like that dog was going to eat you. And I said, I was going to throw him our donuts. <laughs> he stayed with us. The dog turned around and left. Now, what would a police officer be doing at 6 a.m. on a country road at the time when we needed him? And I just can't help, but maybe that was an angel. I do not know, but I trust that God put him there for whatever reason. Whether he was coming home from a shift, driving his car, I don't know. But I am so thankful that God proved himself again, that he is always there with us. Now, I've got some exercise for you to do, okay? David, you listening? Okay, Sparky? I'm, I'm trying to practice my names now. I got David and Sparky and Scott, and I know this is Warren because I didn't actually get introduced, and Rodney, and I did not get introduced. Randy. Randy, okay. Jamie had the doctor's appointment, so I'm taking his place. Oh, well, we're glad that you're here. I'm just not very blind. <laughs> uh, I'm not very blind. I do need glasses. Okay. Well, you know, that's something else I have to tell you. 
Um, my husband and I started a vegan diet. Oh, probably, let's see, our daughter's going to be 37, and I was pregnant with her. Do you know I used to wear glasses? My eyes have gotten better over the years, so I don't have to wear my glasses. I can pass my driving test now, and, and um, so God is really blessed there. There's a um, spice that I um, got capsules for. I forgot the name of it, but I could probably get it to you later on. But um, you take it within three days, your eyesight is slightly enhanced, improved. Okay. Very good. You well, know, I need some of that, right? <laughs> 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 I need some of that, too, man. Well, why, why don't we get, uh, reflect Jesus and get him here, and we'll have perfect sight. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. I don't know if Mike told you yesterday that he was the president of a lifestyle center for a while out in mm-hmm. Gagetown, Michigan. Mm-hmm. My cousin came from Arizona, and she had troubles with high blood pressure and cholesterol and so she went through the program it was a 10-day program and she flew back to Arizona well once she got back to Arizona she was having these headaches and so she went to the doctor and he said what have you been doing he said your eye prescription your eyes have gotten better that your prescription's too strong for you now so going through the lifestyle program the new start program her eyes actually got better too so, and I have to say, I know that we all have trials that we go through here on this earth. And I know that our attitude makes a big difference. And I just um, know that Jesus someday is going to return and heal all of us of any problems that we have. And we'll spend eternity together with him in the kingdom. That'll be so wonderful. So, okay, let's see. How many of you guys exercise? Raise your hand if you do. All right. So, Rodney, what kind of exercise do you do? Walking. You walk, okay. I walk at least five miles a day. Good for you. Except for camp. Okay. <laughs> I forgot to grab my shoes. You, you put me to shame. Good for you. I'll have to well, increase it. At one time I had a seeing eye dog, so it made, gave me an excuse to get up and do something. Okay. And no seeing eye dog now? I had it from down. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to get one in the spring, hopefully. Okay. Dogs are truly people's best friends. I was going to say man's, but um, I love dogs. So they are co- well, very comforting. Yeah, we got dogs there, but they're, they're not the senile. Okay. Great. Okay. Right, hopefully this spring I'll be getting another one. Oh, well, I'll pray for that. I still walk, though. Good for you. So, like I said, except for, uh, I forgot to pack my walking shoes, so it's yeah. kind of hard to walk at camp. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's that's admirable. Okay, David, what do you do for exercise? I heard you said you run. Well, I got a cross trainer thing. I run on now that I don't see so good. I used to go outside and I'd uh, run around blocks and stuff, but I got a Volflex machine that's got resistance. I run on. I do push-ups. I do squats. I work out with a weight machine, and uh, I do crunches. Wonderful. Then you both can testify that exercise really helps you mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And spiritually, I believe, as well. It's a good stress reliever, too. Yeah. It keeps me young. 
Well, good deal. I'm going to be 66 in two months, so okay. yeah. Anybody else? Anybody else want to share what they do for exercise? I got those um, hand grips that you squeeze. You know, okay. You your, build your wrists up. Okay. And it's a good exercise. It builds your forearm and your wrist. And, well, you know that you can exercise even while you're sitting down if you're using those hand grips. You can lift your leg up, your knee up, and just alternate between. Yeah. yeah. So you can do exercise like that. Sparky, do you exercise? I used to. You used to. Okay, I'm going to pick on you. Why'd you stop? He does a lot of exercise with a fork and a spoon. <laughs> 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 what I used to do is I used to go in my community and show everyone what we're doing. Yeah. Actually. Well, you know what? You can start again. Nothing is um, holding you back from um, starting all over again. Amen. Yeah. I uh, used to drive truck over the road. Okay. And I, this is on a negative note, people, not positive. Okay. I, and I would jump to conclusions and run off the mouth, and I thought that was enough exercise. <laughs> but my health dropped, my blood pressure went up, my sugar went up. And I'm no longer driving truck, but I um, I lost weight, uh, weight about two months ago. Okay. And my blood pressure's down, and my sugar's starting to balance out. Um, volunteering a lot, I get a little bit extra walking in. And okay. Uh, I, I feel healthier now than what I was when I was jumping to conclusions and running off the mouth. I still do that. Part of my right <laughs> exercise, but I do more as well. Yeah. That's well, your favorite exercise. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the Bible says that a soft answer turns away wrath. So <laughs> I have a, a story about a truck driver. It doesn't really refer to exercise, but I thought this was the coolest story. I heard it a long time ago. A truck driver had been introduced to Jesus, and he was questioning whether God truly existed mm -hmm. and if this was true or not. And so he was driving his truck, and I want to say it was somewhere in Tennessee or somewhere like that, and he had lifted up a prayer. He's driving down the interstate, and he mm -hmm. said, Lord, if you really exist, give me a sign. And he went around a curve, and there was a big billboard with a picture of Jesus on it holding out his arms. And the sign said this, is this sign big enough? <laughs> that truck driver gave his life to Jesus. And hey, I have an experience when I was going through Wisconsin. That, um, when I had the TV on and I, uh, when somebody go by me, I'd say, uh, once they're clear, you got it. God bless. Have a great day. Uh, and that would the other way as well. And somebody keyed up once, and they said, uh, you know, there's a lot of atheists out here that be offended of you um, saying that. And I said, uh, I key back without getting upset or anything. I say, yeah, and there's a lot of 
things on this radio that offends me, but if nobody said anything that offended anybody, is a, it would be totally silent. Yeah. I let go of the mic, guess what? It was totally silent. All of a sudden, somebody else keys up and says, Amen, brother! <laughs> and, and the first person that initiated the conversation, we talked for like three hours. Praise the Lord. On the radio, back and forth. Praise the Lord. It's just awesome how God puts people in the right place. At Absolutely. The right time. God has reconnected me with seven of my high school friends through all this COVID. Uh, we got reconnected, and um, four of them are Christians, three of them are not. And I was sharing one day with two of them how I had just heard in a sermon that there are 365 promises in God's word to fear not or Amen. do not be afraid. Mm -hmm. And That's Gloria, one, for every day. one of them, one for every day, one, and she said, why don't you um, post them, one a day? So I have been doing that. So the three who are not Christians are getting them just as well as the four who are. Amen. So pray, I pray for them and ask that you will too. Okay, Scott, you didn't say anything. Do you exercise? Okay. Okay. Well, I was going to have you guys all stand up and exercise, but other than Sparky, everybody's doing something. So should we just have Sparky stand up all by himself? <laughs> no, Sparky, I won't do that to you. But I would like to pray for each one of you and that God will show you what you can add to your daily um, life as far as exercise is concerned because it really will help Amen. your outlook on things but also your physical being hey, yes when i do walk i don't just walk i move my other extremities like arms and stuff like this and you know i'm sort of like i guess you could do it like aerobics yeah so if i say to you put your hands above your head mm -hmm. straight up everybody do that Everybody do that. Good job. Can you clap them? Can you clap them? Yeah. Okay. Do you know that Mike and I actually went to, um, up in Alpena, there's an Air Force base, and we were invited to go there. He was going to sing. And there's a song, a children's song called Banner Over Me is Love, where you have to raise your arms in an arch above your head, put them on your shoulder, cross them in front of you, and do actions. So we started getting these guys doing it. If you've ever seen any Air Force guys, I mean, it was amazing how sync they were. We had a lot of fun. So anyway, but can I have prayer with you? Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you and praise you that you are our creator and you have given your son as our redeemer. Father, I know that you sustain us every day. Every heartbeat and breath comes from you. And I know that um, you have given us guidance and direction in your word and in spirit of prophecy to take care of these temples that you have blessed us with. And so, Father, I just pray for each one here, including those sitting out in the, the pews, that you will help us all to really pray about what we can do to take better care of our bodies, that you will help us to start an exercise program, even if it's just moving our legs in a chair, Father. Just help us to recognize that we need to begin a new plan 
and that you will take and guide and direct us from here forward. We long for the day where Jesus returns. We long to be in a perfect world where there is no more heartache, sickness, or pain. But until that day, Father, I pray that you will use us to be witnesses, to be vessels, to be a mouth for you, even if we're using our mouth to exercise, that we can share Jesus with others. And Father, I just love you and I thank you and praise you for the gift of your Son, your Holy Spirit, your written word, and each one that is here. For we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You guys have a blessed day. I'm going to go teach a seven and nine-year-old, okay? I hope that they sit as good as you. (laughs) (laughs) They call me grandma. I'm a grandma. Debbie? Yes. Appreciating what you said today, and I want to tell you one more little story. Okay. Back in my party days, I liked to watch wrestling. I still watch a little bit of uh, that fake wrestling. Yeah. There was a guy named Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he would give everybody a hell yeah was his favorite saying. And I still get people that come over and say, come on, Dave, give us a hell yeah. I says, nope. I'm changing my tune a little bit. Amen. I'll give you a heaven yeah. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Well, we'll plan on being here 6.30 Friday night to celebrate with you, okay? Well, thank you. Okay. God bless you Well, thank guys. you very much, Devin. I might you see have you good... tomorrow, okay? All right. Okay. Take thank care. you. Okay. We'll have the song service now. Let's turn in our hymnals to page 218, When He Cometh. When he cometh, when he cometh to make up his jewels, all his jewels, precious jewels, his loved and his own. Like the stars of the morning, his bright crown adorning, They shall shine in their beauty, bright crumbs for his crown. He will gather, he will gather the gems for his kingdom. All the pure ones, all the bright ones, his loved and his own. Like the stars of the morning, bright crowns out adorning, they shall shine in their beauty, bright gems for his crown. Little children, little children who love their Redeemer, are the jewels, precious jewels, his loved and his own. Life-
like the stars of the morning, his bright crown adorning. They shall shine in their beauty, bright gems for his crown. Amen. Let's turn over to page 229. I'll hail the power of Jesus' name. Look upon Jesus. 
Thank you, David. Thank you, Cheryl. You know, I was thinking, when we were singing that song about Jesus' life, when he went around teaching, he walked everywhere he went. <laughs> he got lots of exercise, didn't he? Wow. That's really, and you know, my, you know what my doctor told me that I should do? He said to walk, and I already walk a couple of miles a day, you know, in the morning and the night with, with Chewy. But he says, no. He says, you got to walk for yourself. <laughs> so in addition to what I do, he says, I want you to work up to seven miles a day. That's what he, that's what he told me. And uh, so two with Chewy and then five more, you know. <laughs> And then he told me this. He says, what I want you to do, go visit your friends, your blind friends. Don't sit around and talk. He says, you get them out on the road and walk with them. <laughs> and you'll visit, you get your visit in, your half hour visit or whatever, and you'll get a walk in. Then you go to your next one and you do the same thing. <laughs> and you do that all day long. I think that's a good idea. What do you think? <laughs> Would that be fun? David doesn't want to. He exercises too much already. <laughs> he, he, he would I walk with him. Actually, I told him when he was thinking about getting a scooter, <laughs> I told him, hey, man, just get out and run around the car. You won't need no scooter. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you're just a year younger. You know, eight years old. Heck, you got 30 more years. Let's get to it, buddy. Well, you know, that reminds me, uh, on Saturday night, we're going to have a Vietnam uh, veteran that was blinded in Vietnam. He's going to call on the telephone like we've been doing, you know. And I was listening to his book. And uh, the book is called From Trauma to Triumph, I think. And... Uh, Oh, the trauma part was really hard on me. I'm, I'm pretty tender-hearted. But when he got into the triumph part of it, he got into exercise. And that's what really helped him a lot was the exercise. And he would uh, have his wife and other people, they'd drive the car about five miles an hour 
and then he would walk or jog beside with tethered to the mirror or whatever it was, you know. And he, he said, I took a chance doing this, but he says, I wanted to do the exercise so much <laughs> that I, I just had to trust him. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, <laughs> and so they go up and down the country ro roads north of, north of Lapeer, you know, up in that area. That's where he lives. And, and he trained for these uh, crims. You know, they have a crim up there in front. He, he, tra he trained for that. And, uh, and he, he w really did good. So a neighbor of his came in and with their, their bulldozer and whatever else they had. They made a track for him out in his back, back uh, part of his property. And in the middle of that track, they put a, a pole. They hooked a cable to that with a handle on the other one end. And so and then he had another post with a radio on it. And so every time he went around there, he went by his radio, he knew it went a lamp and how many lamps in a mile and everything. And that's what he trained. He'd be out there for hours, you know, running and running and running. And that really helped him get to to get through that, that trauma that in his life, you know. So, anyway, uh, pastor's going to tell us a so story of something. I'm not sure what. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to do it on this one since I, I'm not preaching. I'm just telling stories. <laughs> so, um, he suggested exercise. I have never done a very faithful do this thing every day for exercise. Mostly it's been in process of life that I keep busy. And so I've kept reasonably fit with that. Although I think that his doctor's advice probably would be good for me to, to find ways to do it for myself. But I thought I'd tell you a story about my, my youngest daughter, Honey Allen, her exercise. When she joined the fire department in, the, in Chattanooga, she was a part of the Chattanooga Fire Department for a time. She uh, is still a part of the volunteer fire department that's off on the outskirts of Chattanooga. But as a paid firefighter, she realized that she needed to have something to push her to keep fit because firefighters need to be fit. And they can spend a lot of time just sitting around the firehouse waiting for a call. But then when the call comes, you've got to be ready to jump and run. And sometimes it gets very intense. So uh, she decided she would train to do an Ironman. Well, the thing that intrigued me was she told me that there were some people who were doing the Ironman who were totally blind. And so they would have to have somebody who would be go, go with them for the training. Now, some of you already know this Ironman, you, you swim two or three miles. And uh, so if you're going to be blind and swimming on a course, you've got to have some kind of a tether so that you can be guided and go the right direction. And then... Uh, after you do the swimming, then you do the biking. Well, tandem bike, we, we know and appreciate tandem bikes. And uh, uh, David has bought his own tandem bike so that he can find um, somebody who can ride in front of him. There's an interesting puzzle on a bicycle. The person in the front is the one who has to steer. And if the person in the front is markedly larger than the one in the back, everything works fine. But if the one in the back is larger than the one in the front, then 
they better be very careful or they can throw the bike. <laughs> David's large. <laughs> he did the right thing to get himself a tricycle bike that he can have. He can have anybody on the front and he can power it from the back. He just needs somebody to <laughs> keep him out of the ditch and, <laughs> and, and that works. So Aniel was telling me about this, uh, the training, and uh, it really shows when you get to the, the third leg of the Ironman We've done the swimming, we've done the biking, and then you do the, it's a marathon of running, 26 miles of running, um, over 100 miles on the bike, and they finish this all in just, just one day. It's, it's a few hours, it's a long day. Um, I went down to watch Haniel in three Ironmans that she's participated in and finished, and I recognized that's, that's heavy exercise. Now, I'm not convinced that we all need to do it that heavy, but she needed it so that she would be fit to do her firefighting and be sure she was. And it, it helped her mentally as well as physically. We each need to figure out a way. As Debbie said, if you don't use it, you're going to lose the ability to use it. So we want to use it on a daily basis. And all of our body, God has given us a body to be used for his glory. Um, Haniel is not part of the Chattanooga Fire Department now. She's working as a nurse now, but she's still making sure she has ways to keep fit. And my other children, most of you know them, they have found ways to keep them themselves fit too. Um, and there's interesting stories on that, but that's enough for now. We, we'll save some for later. 26 miles, that's a heck of a run. <laughs> I do it on a bike that's easy. Well, it's, a, it's 115 miles on the bike in that Iron Man day. You know, uh, I've told some of you that I found out that I have a new title. Uh, my new title is uh, the Mystery Snowblower Man. Now, how I got that title was that. <laughs> Through the subdivision over here, uh, Chewy's legs are really, really short. And when there's any snow in there, he almost drags his belly, you know, on the snow when I'm walking over there. And so I took the snowblower and went across the road and went all the sidewalks all the way down around the curve, probably quarter mile or so. And uh, somebody on the Facebook over there and there said, who's the mystery snowblower man? <laughs> no, no, no. All right, uh, Lord, I want to thank you for the testimonies today and talking on the workout and stuff. And uh, thank you for Larry Frosty, the snowman, or I mean uh, the snowblowing man. And I want to thank you for the opportunity to have Fred baptize me this week. And I want to just thank you for the chance to hang out with all my friends here and uh, meet new friends and praise the Lord that I'm getting on the right path and uh, I want to serve the Lord and it's a good thing. Amen. And I want to praise the Lord for my little buddy Sparky over here. Uh, we're going to get him on the right path too and uh, he's getting better every day. And thank amen. You for and, and amen to that. And I'll even say grace. Lord, I pray that our food that we eat today 
It couldn't be nourishing to us. There used to be a little saying that I would say for a prayer. Uh, dear Lord, thank you for this food we're about to eat in Jesus' name. Hope that it blesses us and makes us stronger by the day. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you very much. And uh, let's go chow, folks. Okay. Okay. You're dismissed. Sparky? <laughs>